<laughs> you filthy animals. <laughs> How's my buddies over at the R2 Sonic Campfire doing today? Never know. Keep them warm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You guys should come. You're my good luck charms, man. I always catch fish with you guys. Is, is there room on the bus? Because I look at you guys, and the, the eight or nine of you guys impressed me a lot. You know, because I first Stop ran it. <laughs> okay. You know. No, go on. You guys. Um, I don't do advertising. You're not going to see me on billboards or in newspapers, classifieds, none of that. Well, yeah, there's that because, you know, you guys are awesome. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's comforting to know in case I say something stupid. No, no yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're hearing it. Real that's kind of our thing, so yeah. don't step on our turf. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, I hope I, I hope I don't. What we're saying is actually new, so uh, that's why we're fumbling a little bit. But it, it's going to sound amazing. And we are back. You are listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. Podcast. We're sitting around a sonic campfire. <laughs> oh boy, that sounded hot tonight it too. Is, bud. I like I burnt it. Myself. So it stings. We are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You, you can, can trust, trust them, them all. Mm-hmm. I'm Ryan. Who do I got with me tonight? This is Peck. It's Bucky, and I'm Will. How's it going tonight, boys? What's up, fellas? It's it's going. Yeah. I'm excited for another <laughs> night, but it's going to be a great night, buddy. But we can't go there yet, can we? I guess not, Bucky. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Bucky, what are you trying to get? What are you getting well, at? Well, I'm just trying to get some things You're out of the way so we can- some stuff along, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, because oh. I want to get into this. Well, uh, go on. What do you need? I need to hear from Ryan real quick, like, about oh. this month's sponsor. I kicks it to myself. All right. This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows, your tree stands, heck, all your outdoor equipment. What about fishing rods? Absolutely fishing rods, Stevie. You know it. No way. You know it. Even knives? You can use it on all your knives, Bucky. The ones you made and the ones you bought. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use in automotive undercoatings. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, buddy. Does it leave a film or residue? Absolutely not, Brian. No film, no residue. This stuff isn't going to harm the bluing on your firearms, any other kind of finish you got on any of your other outdoor products. This stuff is the ticket. And what? now wait. I bet it freezes. It does not freeze, Bucky. What? But there's one more thing I got to tell you about. This stuff will also act as a cover scent. You got how me. Many, how many times have you ever taken a well-protected and lubricated piece of equipment in the outdoors it stinks, boys. It yes, stinks. It Not this stuff. They got the earth and the pine cover scent mixed right into the lubricant. Wow. They Come on. of everything. That's right, guys. Make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com. Check out everything they got going on over there. Pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. I love me some lanolin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love it. Love it. I love that earth scent. Good, good stuff. And, Bucky, I don't blame you, really, at all. For being excited I'd about blame tonight, him for a lot of things. I, <laughs> sorry, bud. That's true. That's true. We, whatever it was, I'm sorry. I just blame him. We did take a, a a trip out of the state recently with a guest, but we're bringing it right back to Pennsylvania. Again. Bringing it back, right, right on back. I'm telling you, this is going to be good stuff tonight. I <laughs> love these Pennsylvania guests. All right, stop slow rolling it. Who you got? Here's Who's the deal. Here? Ryan, Here, what'd you do? Here's the deal. I thought we're really trying to keep it PA-centric, right? right? Making sure PA stays sexy. All There's the nothing sexier about PA than guys named Ryan. Than a man in uniform. <laughs> so, I thought uh, you were sorry. Man in no, sorry to the guest. And a man in uniform, especially if his name is Ryan. Oh, gotcha. So what I've got in store for you boys tonight what I got you on do? the line right now from Northern Outcast Outdoors. I've got Mr. Ryan Tanner. And here's the thing. He's calling from pretty high atop the Quest Hunt Co. leaderboard. <laughs> oh, I think very I high. I think so. Ryan, are you there? Can you hear us at the top up there? I am here. I am here. What's up, <laughs> What's up Ryan? 
<laughs> How's life at the top of the leaderboard, bud? Oxygen Man, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it it's does. Still, so we can't get too too crazy, but it feels good. I, you know, I don't, I don't blame you, even if it's only for a day. You know, it's good, Absolutely. good stuff, and it's good stuff. Obviously, that means you've uh, you've been able to to punch the buck tag. Um, yes. To get that buck on the board, and your partner was able to do so as well. Is that right? Oh, he sure did. He sure did. Yeah, we. it was only a couple days apart, and it was almost out of the same tree. We were probably about 30 yards apart from where uh, where I shot mine and he shot his, so it's pretty neat. And, man, you know what? We sometimes will jump in and we'll, we'll try to go back in time a little bit and get to know about how you got your start in the outdoors, but I I got to just go right to this most recent event that you've been dealing with, Ryan. Let's do it. This was your first archery buck. Is that right? It was, yes. Holy that, congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, very, yeah. Very thank cool. You, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty awesome. What did that score unofficially? Uh, it was like yeah. right above 104, I believe. Yeah. So my yeah, next question so. is, what is it like to actually get a buck that scores <laughs> triple <laughs> that you can actually enter into the quest hunt? <laughs> it feels it feels it feels damn good. <laughs> it feels damn good. <laughs> I can tell you, half of the people at this table no longer on our end. Half oh. the people at the table no longer have a buck tag for the state of Pennsylvania, and. Um, we still don't have a buck that can make it to we the were, quest yeah, board. None of us have made it to the board at all. Like, not, like well, at least you had one to put tape on. Yeah, no, yeah no, that no, is I true. Know. I get that is it. True. We're very happy yes, about we are. our deer. No question. I'm just saying, what's it like? <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a good feeling, but I, like I've always been out of I've always sight. been told you you can't you can't eat the antlers so. Yeah. If yeah. you find a recipe, let me know. You can stir the soup with it. That's right. Yeah, you right. sure can. Or pick <laughs> your teeth. <laughs> now, <laughs> so Ryan, I got to know a little bit, though. You, you've you said it's your first archery buck. Have you taken doe in archery season? I actually, well, when I the first year I started archery hunting, I actually bought a, a crossbow because it was quick, easy. I didn't really have to learn anything. Um, I ended up getting a small doe that year. That was four years ago is okay. when I started and then the Wednesday before uh, I shot my buck, I actually harvested a doe too with the compound. So, nice. Technically, okay. with the compound, this year's been been the the year to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say. I mean, and regardless of technology or weapon, when when you're talking about somebody who, and I'm going to make some assumptions here, but you've grown up in the outdoors, you've hunted deer uh, most of your life, I'm guessing. Uh, I actually I started late. I started okay. late. Did you? Yeah, I started when I was 18. Okay. It's a little but late. But I've always not... been in the outdoors. I got gotcha. you. Bit of a late bloomer. That's all right. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> even though it was four years in between the, the doe with the crossbow and what you got this year with the compound bow, I need to know, was there a little difference in the shaky leg syndrome? Was there a difference in your blood pressure? After you released and punched a hole in a big buck like that, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the the, the first doe I shot with the with the crossbow, I just about fell out of the tree just because I was so excited. <laughs> nice. and, I mean, that's the first time that I've had a deer. You know, I, I think he that doe was 15 yards away. Wow! So that was like the the closest I've been to a deer because all I did was rifle hunt. So yeah. it's always distance or them taking off for their life. Now, but, uh, the, it's so magical to be that close. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's so no, I can't. I don't think anybody can kind of. I'll do my best to do this to to say what it's like, but go, like, go on. There is nothing more tense than being next to an animal that can smell, see. Right, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it is a very tense situation. Is a yeah, I mean, it's way. definitely because you're in their you're in their world then, you know, and you get to see and, and hear and feel everything. You know, it's it's just it's crazy. It is absolutely mind blowing. You're afraid to move and you're afraid seal, to yeah. breathe. But like, <laughs> like the thermals like, oh, I, I, 
you know, anything like your thermal underwear. No, the, like just the way the air is just flowing through the, that that <laughs> part of the woods. Anything can go wrong yeah. Yeah. at mm-hmm. any right. se- second, uh-huh. and then yep. you know to seal the deal, to punch a tag, to, <laughs> that that is pure magic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I always close my eyes if, if I feel like they're looking up at me. I close my eyes. Yeah, and they can't see you. <laughs> yeah. I do the same yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't know if that actually works. Like, because I've heard if you make eye contact with them. Like they notice, or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I, a, ever since I heard dominance. that, I close my eyes. <laughs> so, I do. The, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I do the squinting thing. Like I'll, I'll squint because mm-hmm. I want to keep an eye on them. I don't want to lose sight right. of them. Yeah. But I will squint right. a little bit so they can't see the whites. I don't look in their eye because then I don't. Uh, I don't want to shoot them if I look them in the eye like that. Yeah. Is that when you name them? <laughs> yeah, I name them. Want to pet them? Then. I want to pet them. After that. <laughs> So Ryan, that night that you were able to uh, to put the smackdown on this on this buck, um, how long ago was it? Was that a week? that was November the ninth? So what was the what was the situation like? Was he was he running dough? You just happened to be in the right place, right he was, time. He was actually just cruising cruising by. We uh, the spot that we're we're hunting and that we found was is at the bottom and it's in between um, some bedding areas and it's it's a nice open. Not not necessarily open, but it's like a flat where you know the the trees are kind of spread apart nicely. There's not that much brush, but it's a good cruising zone, I guess is what you could call it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, they literally just they're all over. Did they're you see? Did, did you see any other deer prior to this buck stepping out, and crossing your no, path? No, I did not. But Lane, because I had to work this morning, so I didn't get off until 7 a.m. But Lane okay. had made it out earlier you know like around i think he got in the tree around 7 30 ish right um but he saw he actually drew back on a buck uh-huh. and kind of went sideways and he, he bumped his camera the camera swung and the deer spooked off a little bit oh, and then, uh, that was the end of that one but right. i guess I, i'm pretty sure that he said he saw five uh i think two of them would have were shooters and the other ones were weren't legal but right um, right yeah, that I ended up getting there. I think I pulled into the parking spot like nine forty ish. Oh wow. Um, I got ready, I texted him, told him I was coming down and uh walked, just took my time down the trail that we walked down to the tree and I got there, got to the tree, climbed up the tree, and you know, we were sitting there and he was showing me the footage of this morning and I wouldn't say twenty five, thirty minutes. Oh. And this buck started. I, I spotted this buck probably 100, 150 yards out. Yeah. And he was just cruising through. Isn't that the greatest time of <laughs> yeah. year, though? I mean, oh you my can God, walk the into the stand at 9 o'clock in the morning, and 25 <laughs> minutes later, you got a big buck walking up. I, yeah. like, I can't. Love November. That's awesome. That's a great thing because that's something that if For I had guys. a struggle this week, this year, if I couldn't make it in the stand at 5 o'clock, I didn't go. And. Ryan is kind of flipping the script on me, saying, just get in the stand. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially at that time of the year, I mean, you could go whenever, honestly. If you got the spot where they're going to be cruising through and you know that there's deer there, I mean, yeah. heck, you could sleep in till 11 o'clock and go out and hit probably the best time of the day to hunt. Yeah. 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 Just, just to, you know, reiterate what Ryan and, and Will were saying was, you know, last weekend um, I saw a buck come through at 12:30 quarter to 1 middle of the mm-hmm. day just ate lunch and got settled up in the tree and bang there he was. Yep. So yeah, it's a perfect time of the year like you said you just got to be in the woods at any time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Early season, yeah, you might want to get there a little bit earlier, but <laughs> So both of you guys were in this in the same tree? Is you have a double set in that? We just yeah? we took our climbers. Yeah, okay. we we were using we used our climbers every time we went except for once we sat in a blind once uh-huh. and it was actually that evening <laughs> so are you, is one filming usually or are you guys both hunting and and just uh kind of just kind of just depends on on the deer that's coming through i know he he had his um mindset on a couple of deer i just kind of was you know whatever i felt was right at the time if he wasn't going to shoot it and i was going to be happy with it then i would have taking it um but it yeah like it just all depend on on what was coming through and if, if there was one that he was going to shoot or wanted to shoot his target buck 
then we would have just switched off and I took the camera and he could have grabbed his bow. Yeah. Which that's one do you want? That's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, I want I that just, eight yeah, point. That's Good, awesome. Because I'll take anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the spot we were in, we had a lot of options and we had a lot, a lot of big deer, mature deer. And we had a list of shooters that we were very fortunate to have, that's for sure. And they uh, stuck around. It was actually a week after um, my girlfriend Danielle shot hers. And beautiful buck. Oh my god, yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable deer. He we named him Godzilla at first <laughs> and then we kinda veered off to naming him split G's, uh just because he has like three or four tines oh, wow. that have splits at the end of him and he has kickers off. Yeah, I think he has two or three kickers off one of the time. I mean split G's. he's just it's his rapper geez. name. He's just <laughs> an unbelievable specimen, to yeah. say the least. Yeah, he was a very nice deer. Yeah, congrats to her. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, going back so. to that idea of, of sitting in the stand and trading off the cameras, depending upon the deer that came in, uh, that would never work for Will and I. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we'd just be up there calling dibs as soon as we seen a little, fl- <laughs> just a little flash of antler dibs. I think we'd be drawing yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Who's running the camera? <laughs> Thought you were. <laughs> We have great audio so you footage. Film, of, you, you guys do film your hunts? Uh, a couple of us do. We, mm-hmm. I can't say we all do, you know, mm-hmm. but a couple of us are good self-filmers. I've gotten into it a little bit this year, but I'm only at the, like the equipment level I'm at still just a GoPro, which I know is very, um, well, it's just not the way to go. There's yeah. a lot better options. Um but there's an angle for it, but that's not what you need, right? No, the angle that you well, the GoPro is great for like doing your um, testimonials and talking to the camera when you get into the stand, stuff like that. But actual footage of deer in the, in the woods, it's it's not that great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it zooms, it's too zoomed out. But supposedly, doesn't one of the new ones have like a? It's like automatically zoomed in so far, or so much zoom to it, it makes it a little bit better. I don't know. I'm not too. Tech savvy. It, it very well could be. I mean, I just have to spend more time with Brian. Once he punches his tags, he can film for me. That's, uh-huh. that's yeah. the way I think we should work. That's, it a, that's a deal. Yeah, I'll film you. <laughs> so, Ryan, let, let's go back to that hunt. You said you, you walked in at 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And, yeah, it was, uh, you it spotted was just, this, just before 10, yeah. And you spotted this buck. And then, you know, take us, take us from there, what the conversation was between the two of you and uh, how it all well, ended up. Well, we Howard's stationed in the tree. He's facing one way. I'm facing the other way, kind of deal. Um, we he looks his way. I look my way. And I just so happened to look more to my left in the direction of just the, where Lane looks. And uh, probably about I'd say probably closer to 150 yards. I just noticed a belly and, and legs underneath some of the brush coming. Uh-huh. So I tapped Lane on the leg, and you know I was like, oh, there's a big deer coming. And he's like, I can't see it. So I'm trying to point out where this deer is. And I'm like, I'm getting real into it. And I'm like throwing my fist in the direction of this deer. I'm like, he's right there. He's coming. He's coming quick. And uh, he couldn't see it. So I'm like, I don't know. I said, and then he finally got to uh, probably about 60-ish yards. And I noticed it was a buck. And I said, it looks like a decent buck. Can't really tell because he kept going through some brush. Right. Um. And then he got to about 30 yards, and Lane was like, oh, I see him, I see him, that's a good buck. And I said, are you taking him? Are I taking him? What's the deal? And he went to actually grab his bow, and so I went to grab the camera, and then the deer switched past to, to come more in my direction. So right. he kind of gave up on the you. bow. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> mm-hmm. So – I grab my bow and he's probably 25 yards from us now. And we're moving around like apes in the tree, you know, making all this noise and moving. And we're like, be quiet, be quiet. But yet then I'm over here hitting my bow off the tree. He's moving the camera and the deer actually looked up at us while we're doing all this. And we both stopped, we both froze. And then it just kind of put his head back down and he kept walking in our direction. What a break. Oh, you ain't kidding. He looked up at us a few times, actually. I thought we were done. So he got to, he, he kind of stayed within the 25-yard mark, and then he cut broadside to me and walked parallel with me how I was facing. And mm-hmm. 
he was walking perfect. There was a couple of different shooting lanes that I could have shot, but the camera wasn't right. And then when the camera was right, I wasn't right. So we yeah. were like bickering back and forth, trying to figure out, you know, when the, the best time would be. And he finally came to this down tree and we were just, I was just getting ready to draw. And then he turned away from us and started walking Jeez. away. Come on. And then he, he made it to the end of the down tree, which was probably only another like five or six yards. And uh, he turned broadside again and Lane asked me if I had him. I said, yeah, and he, he stopped him. And the deer actually looked away from us. Uh-huh. Didn't even look in our direction. And it was perfect. Send it. Yep. So, yep. I, I sent the arrow. It, it hit its mark. And uh, we actually, when the deer was running away, we actually like our hearts fell out of our stomach. Oh, and, yeah. and the, the arrow looked like it didn't even go in the deer. What? So we were like, oh, my God, what just happened? Right. It's just and sticking in the ground right there below you. I was, well, it was in the deer, but it was, oh. it was, it didn't look like any of it went in. Oh, like no just, penetration. Just broadhead. So I'm like, oh, my God, what did, what did I do? I, I messed up. So I'm thinking the worst at this point. And we watch it take off. It runs about uh, 80 yards, and then it kind of disappears into the thicket. And uh, I look at Lane. I'm like, did it look good? Did it, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It didn't look good from my angle. The yeah, arrow was yeah. sticking out of him. And he's like, I don't know, dude, you might've hit the shoulder. And I'm like, Oh mm. my gosh. So I just go into like this depression mode. And, and, uh, so thankfully we filmed it and we got some pretty decent footage of it. Um, we rewinded it when I let the arrow go, his shoulder was back. Mm-hmm. So then we were like, I did hit the shoulder. I, I did. I had to have. And he sent it to his phone. His camera's real high tech. He's a fancy fella. Fancy and, uh, high tech yeah. redneck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he sent it to his phone and then we were able to zoom in and, and slow it down a little bit better. And um, it was actually, it's pretty neat and very fortunate for me is when I let the arrow go, he kind of, he didn't like duck the arrow. He kind of just took a stride almost like stretched his body out. And, yeah. And, opened up his shoulder went forward instead of backward right oh, before my arrow hit him so it actually the arrow went all the way through he opened up to yeah to the other shoulder blade and bounced out huh so we actually got full penetration and then it just kind of rode itself out really quick huh what what equipment so, what equipment were you using what what uh arrow and broadhead set up who was the i have nerf my arrow <laughs> my arrow is in easton um they're the carbon aftermath. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and my broadhead, I use uh, a Rage chisel tip, a 2.3 inch cut. Right. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Yeah. I might add. <laughs> are they the Are they the uh, the collarless ones? They not don't have an O ring or a collar. No, they do. They okay. do have a collar on them, but it's it's not the red ones that everybody was complaining about in past time. They actually switched them up to where they um, open a lot easier. They break easier. Okay. Because I guess the the older version of their collars, they're they're red. I guess they're a lot stiffer, and yeah. people are having problems with them opening up. Yeah, it's a harder process. Uh, so they yep. they made a, a, a switch, and I will vouch for them. They are a lot easier because if you pull them out of your uh, quiver, they sometimes like to catch, and then they open. open up. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, it sounds like it did a job. Whatever, whichever uh, broadhead it was. Oh, it it did hundred percent. That's good. So. At your elevated angle, you're hitting opposite shoulder. It's bouncing back out. You're watching a deer run off. You can still see the arrow hanging out of it. What kind of blood trail were you looking at? What'd you What'd you find when you got down out of the tree? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. What? <laughs> um, I would have bet a paycheck. It would have been a carpet. No, no. no it's, uh, <clears throat> we where I hit him. We followed just just kicked up leaves and tracks for probably, I don't know, maybe probably about 20 yards. So not too, too far of nothing. But then at that point it was only like penny size drop here, a smaller drop here. I mean, it was, it didn't look good. Um, Even after looking at the footage and we thought it was a good hit, it didn't look good. It was like that for probably 60, 70 yards. Uh Okay. Oh my god! Basically, your, basically came to the end of the blood trail. Your heart's got to be like <laughs> you. You've got to yeah. be in some kind of distress at this point. 
I was I was just uh, it, like depression. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that'd be the best word to describe it. I yeah. was literally sad about the cry. <laughs> <laughs> Grown men cry. Yeah, and Strong I would not be scared to admit if I cried. Also cry. Blood trails like that'll do it to you though. Yeah. Yes. It didn't even will. find hair uh, where where I shot him at either. So that was like, oh my oh, gosh, what the yeah. heck did I do? Now, but, if, if he ran off with the arrow in him, did you find that sixty we, or so yards down the trail yet? We did. We found that probably, probably like fifty fifty yards into the trail that he took. We found it, and the broadhead was actually screwed off. Screwed off. Wow. Yeah, it didn't break. Oh. It just unscrewed itself. Okay, so you found the entire length of the arrow, just no broadhead. You got the insert. You got everything there. Right. Now, did that give you a better indication of the, the penetration depth? Like you could see that it, you at least have blood on, you know, eight inches of the arrow? Yeah, it, it definitely um, kind of lightened the mood a little bit, but still never, you know, because of where I hit and how I saw it, how it played out, I kind of still had that. Sure. Oh, man, I still might not be good, you know, but. It, I mean, it took a good, probably just over half of the arrow, and then there was you know, some splatter up closer to the fletchings. But the fletchings were, weren't; there was no blood on the fletchings, so we yeah. knew it didn't go all the way in. But we knew that we got enough in to at least hit yeah. the good stuff. So here's a question for you, and I, before we move too far along, the spot where you were aiming would mm-hmm. would that change? Or, or was that the spot? Like you were just, there's um, no regrets. That's, I got to send it there. I want to say I don't have any any regrets because I feel like I was where I would normally aim. But yeah. if, if I were the Monday morning quarterback, I would have taken it a couple inches back. Yeah. Anyway. Back from his shoulders. Just just to be safe. Yeah. That's... But I think I hugged the shoulder a little bit too tight. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got arrow. We got little drops of blood and it's and at some point you're saying it, the blood runs out right yeah it does um we get to a point i mark it with the arrow the last blood that we found we walk around a little bit lane thought that the deer had ran to the right of the trail that we were walking on um up a hill into some posted property and then i was just like so hell-bent on I saw him go to the left. I swear I saw a white tail cut to the left. Yeah. We checked the right side first. We didn't really see anything that, you know, made us lead to believe that he went up that way. Um, we came back to the last marked blood and, and there was a couple trails coming through the thicket. I said, we got to try these trails. Yeah. And, uh, we took, uh, probably, we, we probably went into the thicket, maybe 15 yards and we saw a little bit of blood. So I'm like, okay, well, now at least we're on to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. more than what we started with. How and, uh, how experienced are you and Lane at tracking? Uh, me, I would say that I am terrible, and he's professional. <laughs> that's that's he's he's very good. He's very knowledgeable. Yeah. I mean, he sees broken sticks and and notices that stuff when I'm just looking for a, a blood trail. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, he's he's very seasoned at all of this stuff so that's that, that's good another thing that i can i pick up on a lot that he does and learned a lot this year sure yeah anytime that you can do it we always say or i always say in particular you sure do it's different every time yeah you, every every trail is different i'm colorblind right. so i'm always looking for help <laughs> <laughs> at least you could see help but um yeah. to to what ryan was saying there when you ran out of blood, you, you know, some guys will talk about the idea of grid searching, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, my first instinct is to go back to that last blood and really look at the, the lay of the land, look at the ground and think like a wounded deer at that point. Look for the trails, mm-hmm. the options that they have to take. And, you, and rather than a grid search, like creating that pattern and just widening it, I like to follow those trails. Right. And especially if you're, you know, at 50, 60 yards, you're still in that area where, you know, you did, somebody saw a little bit of a, oh, he was to the right of this trail, or I thought I saw a tail go to the left. You know, you still mm-hmm. have some visual indicators that'll help you steer you in the right direction. It's very similar to the situation I found myself in with, with the buck I shot. 
and we yeah. fa- we found yeah, him yeah, the next morning. We backed out because we we ran out of blood. Um, I had a a low exit on mine, and it just plugged up with a lot of you know the fat and the, the yeah okay all that stuff. Huh. And I ended up with no blood after about forty yards, and the deer only went maybe 130, 140 yards. But oh, we, wow. we ended up having to back out, come back the next morning, and with no blood, what we were doing was the equivalent of a grid search, but we just follow those trails. Mm-hmm. Right. So you do that, you get into some of the thicket, and you find a little bit more blood. Yes. Now you're feeling um, better. Yahtzee. Oh, yeah. We're getting we're getting uh, a little bit hyped up now. Yeah. Um, we got a little bit further into the trail, and, and he just opened up. I mean, there it, it was blood everywhere. There, I mean, he left the best trail that you could ever ask for. Did, um, so I have to ask, forensically, you hit top lung, and it just took that yes. much time yeah. to top off. Had to fill up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His, that's what, and that's, see, that's something that I didn't really think about prior to going into this. I didn't think about him having to his fill up his, his, cat, his cavity with blood before it would start to come out of that one. X or entry hole. Yep. I didn't ever, I never took that into, into any of what I was thinking. <laughs> right. That's the great part but, about hunting from an elevated position like that in archery. When you get an exit hole, yeah, you always have a better blood trail just because right. it's lower yep. in the body from your elevated shot. The exit's lower gravity and helps. it'll, it'll, it'll bleed out quicker, give you a better blood trail unless it's directly in the bottom of the body because then everything plugs it up. Like I was in. Really? But yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I keep going back That's to that. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ever shoot straight down if you just wait. You know, I learned that lesson this year. Two more steps. Give yourself a couple more steps. He'll come out the other side of the tree and you can get that strong quartering away shot. Mechanicals might help that, though, buddy. There we go, Bucky. We you're, go. Trying, <laughs> you're looking for my buttons, aren't you, Bucky? Bucky, Uh-oh. I th- or sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Our buddies over at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Uh-huh, yeah. with those veteran. They shoot the veteran Yeah, bonnets. those things are mm-hmm. sweet. And seeing how you're a veteran. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to shoot those? Sure. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things from them about those broadheads. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And I, they look phenomenal. I'll shoot them. Yeah. I keep shooting my muzzies because I got so darn many of them. Yeah. That's, I <laughs> just mean, can't break away from the stock. I put them on the Facebook marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> They're still serving me well. I mean, I'm I'm piling up, you know, the used yeah. up arrows right I, there. I know. Yeah, I know. That's the They're other thing. Great. I shoot. I do shoot a fixed blade broadhead. I shoot a carbon arrow. It's not just my Instagram handle, but it's passed through archery. Yeah. That's yeah. what I do. I like to send them straight through. Shameless, selfless plug. Those arrows that you're (laughs) seeing right there, they're completely reusable. But once they take a deer, they get hung up. They don't get used. I don't don't clean them off. No, I do the same thing. You just, it's like you earned your, you did your time. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, soldier. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. We're almost at the end (laughs) of your blood trail now. He opened up. Well, yeah, we're, we're on some good blood now. He, this is what I was hoping for a lot sooner, but um, we're following it and it keeps going and we find a bed. So we're like, okay, well, if we find another bed, we're just we'll we'll back out because obviously he's not doing too bad. You know, he's still yeah, going yeah. pretty good. Um, but the blood, the the trail, the blood trail in between the bed and where we continued to walk and then we ended up finding another bed was was just too heavy to stop we were like oh, come on we'll just go another yeah. however many yards um pushing them might have helped at that point i i might think i yeah I get, get some up and move and bleeds them out i wouldn't recommend it but i think what you're trying to say is a little bit of planned obsolescence maybe that would do it like yeah you you're saying that you can predetermine the the end time. The end time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I don't think that that's uh I wouldn't recommend pushing the deer anytime. Just let her just let it go. No, but to Ryan's Shh. point, I mean how how far time wise, how far are we removed from from the initial the shot? shot? Yeah. Two and a half hours. Oh wow. Yeah, and, and you you searched and you guys got yourselves finally in the point on the trail distance wise, where are you at now from the shot? Where it, where it opened up? Uh, we were probably 130, 140 All right, yards so, now, so give then, or take. 
and you you referenced Lane as being you know an expert in blood trailing. Is he is he educating as you guys are doing this? Like, is he talking to you about some of these oh, yeah. things and what you're yeah, seeing? It, so, well, what we pointed out, uh, well, what he pointed out uh, in one of the beds is is how the blood was. It's it's a lighter blood and it looks almost like foam. Yeah. So um, okay, he's and talking he about basically indicated he was yep. like, "That's a," he said, "That's a dead deer. You hit the lung." Yeah. He said, yep. Yep. He shouldn't be too much farther. What I'm starting to learn is different color bloods mean different things yep. mm-hmm. and could potentially lead you to backing out or continuing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or the, for how long? You know, the the brighter stuff, the bubbly stuff, you know, that means something completely different than a darker blood. Right. Muscle right. blood. You know, there's Brown there are and a green. lot of things Been there. that come along, you know, worse with all of this and it and it leads to which which kind of roller coaster ride you're going to end up on they're all going to be roller coaster rides it's just which one (laughs) brutal right so to your roller coaster ride i think we're reaching the station here directly Uh, Um, yes yes you know he he opened up you got on some good spots you found a bed or two or maybe areas where there was some stumbling we're getting close to the end right we are we are we're just about there um, so after we found that, I, I don't know if it was the second or maybe the third spot where we thought could have been a bed or like how you said him stumbling around, mm-hmm. we said, we'll go another couple yards through one more thicket. And then if we don't find him, then we'll just back out, continue to hunt and come back towards, uh, the end before we, cause we both had to be at work at seven. So that's one of the main reasons why we got down so soon. Um, but we went through another little jagger bush thicket and, I have my head down to the ground, just looking at all the blood and, you know, trying to just take it all in, I guess. And Lane look, called my name and I looked back at him. He goes, there's your deer. I'm huh. like looking all over the place. And <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I like have no words. I don't even know what to do. And he points over to uh, the start of a, a little hillside and I saw the belly and yeah. he was probably nice. only oh, 20 man. yards from where he, where he said that in, Basically, just took off through through the fifth and just went and grabbed him. <laughs> that is there, awesome. That there's is, so yeah. few feelings in this world that that can relate to as you're on that roller coaster and you're following that blood trail and you're second guessing everything you've ever done since you drew mm-hmm. your first breath in life. You know, yeah. and you finally uh, get to lay your hands on them. It, it just that feeling is something else. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of hard to explain. I I always have trouble explaining the feelings that I that you go through, in from start to beginning or from start to end, and I still I still really don't know how to explain it other than when you when you let the arrow go and even prior to that watching the deer come in I feel like you share like a, a certain kind of bond with what you're doing and with mm-hmm. the deer yeah. and then you finally get to that point where you release the arrow and you hit them and you know, you track them and then you find them. And then just like everything you go from so high and then you hit like a low because you're like, Oh, I just took the life of something. And then yeah. you just immediately go back up to pure excitement and joy and happy and tears. I mean, I, yeah. I shed a few tears. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Just yeah. Because of us. Literal. Yeah. How many was emotions tough, yeah. were behind those tears though? Probably you, you literally feel Every single emotion that you could possibly feel in, in a matter of seconds. And so strongly, I don't think, I like to liken it to that you're feeling so much, so in such a strong manner, your body can't even handle it. So yeah. you, you start to shake again. You, you, <laughs> default, yeah, you, do. you default to the circuit breaker and that's crying. I mean, yeah. boom. I mean, that's the common yeah. thing. And and honestly, it's part of the reason why I think it's hard to put it into words is because Amen. it's just, it's it's too much Spiritual. for your body to handle. It's too much for your brain to handle. It's asked why you yeah. can't, you can't. It's, it, it, it is an unbelievable feeling. And to it's finally the be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. That's what, the one thing that drives me nuts about people is, oh, you go and kill these, these poor animals. And I'm, I just, I, I can't even talk to them because they just, they don't, they don't have a clue what no. they're talking about. Nope. And it's not about the killing part. That, that literally, to me, is probably the last thing. It's probably not even on a list for me, I, honestly. Sure. It's so much more than that. I mean, you, yeah, you kill the animal, but that's, I don't kill it. I don't say kill, I say harvest. I, I, just because you, 
if you kill something, a lot of people, you just kill things and you just let it go. And yeah. Harvest, you know, I, I like using that term just due to the fact that, you know, I bring it home. I feed my family. I feed my girlfriend, her son. I feed my friends. Yeah, my freezer is packed full of the three deer that we harvested this year. And it's, I mean, it just goes, we've been eating deer meat for the past like two weeks. Yeah. By, by definition, the word means that it was done with purpose and with intent and, and, you know, you're utilizing anything you get from it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, nothing, it doesn't go to waste. That's, and that really, that, that really is the reason for, you know, we've had other guests on who say they don't, they don't want to use the word harvest and they will say that they kill something. And I get, mm -hmm. I get both sides of the, of the discussion. You know, we don't want to cheapen the, this word or, or right. dilute it right. to mean something different. But the reality is, is that the word harvest in and of itself means you know, it, it's talking about the intent. It talks about right. utilizing right. every bit of it um, right. and the purpose behind it. So it does carry a lot of weight just in that that one word. Mm -hmm. Holy buckets, boys. Brilliant. We just got to <laughs> just the end of the story. blood trail. That's what I love. That's why it's so And I just campfire. looked at the time. Holy buckets. Look at what we did. <laughs> we almost yeah. followed that blood trail in real time. Are you serious? I love it. I did not yeah. realize uh, it was. It was a very... Long two and a half hours, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have one more question. I know that we had mentioned uh, Quest Hunt Co. Mm -hmm. um, how easy was it, and how was the process of entering the score onto the Quest Hunt Co. Yeah. leaderboard? Can you can you? Oh, you know? it's, it's super super easy. Um, they obviously send you the measuring tape that, that you use. Right. Um, they actually on their website they have a video of how they want you to do it. Okay. And so that kind of helped us because we weren't 100 percent sure if there was a certain way, and and oh. that kind of clarified everything. So we okay. did uh, everything that they said. We put the tape on. The tape's kind of a pain just because you know it's tape it's right, bends, right. It sticks and like messes up a lot. But um, but after that you take a few pictures. They show some examples when uh -huh. you're getting ready to submit it. What pictures they would want. I think there's only three pictures that you send in you send one of you and the deer and then uh two other ones with the measurement tapes and then the final um the measuring tape itself where it's cut off okay um, so right, it's right. pretty simple i mean yeah. you just after that you put you you put the pictures on the website uh -huh. click submit you submit it and that's it that's it, it. takes literally five minutes yeah, that's great good. super super easy good i'd recommend that if you don't want to struggle that much with the tape you do like will and i did Shoes smaller, Buck, because there's less Take struggling two. you got to deal with. <laughs> a lot less tape. A lot less tape. I got enough to score at least 20 or 30, Buck. <laughs> Lots of tape. Oh. oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And, and Ryan, dude, we didn't even barely scratch the surface. Like, tell us real quickly before we get into the way we like to end the show with the guests, tell us a little bit about some of the other folks that you work with in the outdoors. Like, I know, obviously, you're part of Quest Hunt Co., um, but but you actually have some um, relationships with some outdoor um, folks, right? Um, well, I mean, other than other than just, I mean, not necessarily. I'm not involved with anybody, but there's certain brands that I like to to use. Okay. Um, I, I always go to Williams Archery. That's the one that uh, the Whitetail Distraction Podcast they always bring up. That's the only people that I go to in that aspect for arrows, broadheads. Yeah bows itself you know sights anything that and uh they do a tremendous tremendous job and they're very quick if you need something they order it it's in, in two days you know, wow the most. Oh, that's great um, but i will say one thing if you don't wear first light camo you need to try it out because it is the bomb yeah that stuff is legit it's comfortable it's warm i don't even have warm stuff i didn't even buy the warm stuff yet yeah but I mean, I see Lane's decked out in it, so he has all the goods. Uh -huh. um, but, I mean, I tried the bibs on that he has. I mean, they are super warm, super comfortable. They, you can actually adjust some of the, uh, like, the waist, the waistband. I love I bibs. I mean, it's just, oh, my God, they're phenomenal. They're so comfortable. They're and super we're coming quiet. close to Christmas, guys. I know it. All you need is loving bibs. That is true. That's it. That's what I already told my girlfriend. I said, I, all I want is bibs. That's it. <laughs> so hopefully it. she hopefully she remembers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, just it's 
just me, me and my buddies, man. That's it. I mean, Lane's a little bit, well, he's a lot more involved in it than I am, but, uh, we're going bear hunting Saturday. If that means anything, that's going to oh, be wow. fun. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. And it's right now it's a hobby, you know, it's, it's something I love to do. I've always had an interest in it. And I mean, unfortunately I started late, but I mean, now, now is any time than, than any. So you're off to a good start, Ryan, as, as a new guy and a late starter to hunting myself. And I probably started way later than you did in life. My only suggestion to you at this point is maybe you need to find a podcast with seven other dudes that you can learn from. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, he does have one. Well, seven other dudes. See, like, two, and that's what I mean. Like you, you have Lane and these, like I have seven dudes that I listen to every, mm-hmm. like sitting here and I, I might be joking around, but I seriously, there's something that I learn every podcast from these guys yeah. and from our guests. That's where I'm blessed in being able to be a part of this business. Well, and Ryan has eight, eight new best friends right now. Yeah, that's right. And that's where I was getting ready to go to, guys. Thank you, Will. Um, Ryan, uh, d- don't be afraid uh, to say, hey, that sounds like fun. And we want to be doing, we want to do more of that with people as well yep. and do these things out fishing uh wet wading pheasant hunting you name it uh mm-hmm. let's do it and, yeah. and you've got eight new best friends bud hell yeah well, i appreciate it i can't wait to get to the northwest part of the state yeah we got a lot of folks well, come visit. on man come on over <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff to do will that tree hold yeah. three climbers <laughs> five or six <laughs> climbers the whole way up that tree yeah, yeah. Have the whole kid go the whole crew up there <laughs> I only There's need plenty to, of trees. Plenty of trees to go around. I only need to be four to six feet off the ground. <laughs> oh no, man, Lane's got me climbing way above where I'm used to. I'm oh, scared of heights. So he's got me at 30, 35 feet. And I'm, wow. What? I'm shaking. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get up there. I think that's why we can move so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got. We have to hit up our fast five. But I got one more question before we do Please that. Please ask. I yes. just want to ask about. I just want to ask about that setup with two climbers in the stand. Are you guys generally set up like directly opposite opposite ends of the tree, or do you sit up at a more of a ninety degree angle from each other? How do you actually do that? What's the best we're, way to do it? We're actually. Um, more of a 90 degree angle and we actually interlock our stands so he climbs up first and gets to where like like wants to be like will and i's beards yeah all right sometimes like velcro (laughs) 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 um but yeah we'll, we'll climb up we'll get to where you know he wants to set up i'll climb at like you said like a 90 degree angle sometimes a little bit a little bit off depending on the tree um and well, actually, when I get up to him, he'll kind of kick out his bottom stand, the bottom wire, and and the the lower end of his stand, so that I can actually get my top part yep. underneath yeah. him, and we'll interlock. And I guess it's, it's actually it's pretty neat. And then I don't know. I guess it's a little bit more security in a way, like depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's easier too if you're actually physically handing off the cameras and stuff. And, yeah. You know, it it makes sense. And that's, yeah. Well, that he actually he has a thing that attached to the tree. He has one of them arms, so his setup's pretty legit. <laughs> it's pretty, it's the camera's phenomenal, and ugh, he's got he's got it all. And he climbs, he climbs this tree in in five seconds, and he's thirty five feet in the air, and he climbs it all with his bow, the camera, all his <laughs> extra gear. It's all stacked up on a seat, and he just goes. He's like Spider-Man. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's kind of frightening, actually. I watch him, and I get nervous. He's got an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could follow that. Uh, hey, Ryan, do you think we're going to see some of that footage, maybe? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, uh, I'm not I'm not 100% sure when. It's just a matter of us getting off work together and being able to sit down with um, – or for my friend Braden and cause he's, he's an editing guru yeah, and knows all the ins and outs of, of the system. And so we'll, we'll probably all three to get together one day and kind of pound, pound out a couple videos and yeah, cool. hopefully it's in the near future before the end of the season, but we'll see. Hopefully. So we'll, so we'll go to Northern outcast outdoors and, and hit it'll probably, sp- we'll probably end up separating, uh, doing different videos for one for lanes, 
side of things and then one for the northern outcast but it'll it'll basically you'll be able to find it on either one yeah okay sweet cool well i'll tell you what we're gonna do ryan we're gonna bucky you gotta let me do this i already warned you bud (laughs) but i already warned you i don't like stand down bucky (laughs) (laughs) what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna get to that point of the show where we ask what we call the fast five we're gonna ask five questions fast five in no particular order and there are no wrong answers Although Bucky likes to say that you know. uh, we'll tell we'll you tell if they you. are wrong. Uh, but, yeah, we're just going to hit you with five questions. You give us the first thing that comes off the top of your head, all right? I will do my best. So I'll start us off here with number one. Uh, what is it that you're most proud of, Ryan? In a general aspect or hunting aspect? Um, you you can bring question. the military into it if you want. But <laughs> general, um, aspect. general aspect, reporting for duty. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> most in oh wow that's a tough one there's a lot of there's a lot of things i'm proud of um right now i would say where i'm at in my life as a whole you know i found a lot of good friends i i have a wonderful girlfriend that i can come home to an awesome family i have a good career and i get to enjoy everything that i like to do and i don't have to worry about anything you know i think that that in itself would be what i would have to say nice that's great very cool it's okay. like a Lee Greenwood song. <laughs> I'm getting all choked up over here. I'll go deep. I'll go deep. Yeah. Okay, Ryan, our, our second Don't question. Don't me with a good time, Ryan. <laughs> our, our second question, Ryan, is what is the one thing that you can't live without in the outdoors? Um, I would probably say a cell phone. Yeah. And I'm, 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 and I don't think I would have said that before. I actually don't know what I would have said before, but I got that from Lane actually, uh-huh. and he made very good points about it. Um, just not in this, not the fact of actually having your cell phone to be able to talk to people and and be on social media nonstop. Take but selfies. The fact that you can it's get right, crush. which which is fine, but you know, um, it's more or less the the fact of using it as a tool into to hunting the, the weather, the wind. Sure. Um, you know, and then he used he has that Onyx Maps. mapping yep. yeah. system, and I mean, we literally don't go ten steps without pulling it up. So, <laughs> yeah. I would I would have to go ahead and agree with him on that one, and, and say the cell phone for sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What's your favorite movie, Ryan? Um, The Devil's Rejects, probably. Oh man. Whoa. We we recently yeah. had another uh, Rob Zombie film fan on here. Yes. Oh yeah. So, yeah. We're just talking about that. I saw Three from Hell just recently, so yeah. I still have not seen it. I bought it on my phone, and it won't let me watch it without Wi-Fi. And I don't want to yeah. buy Wi-Fi right now. So it's it's worth a watch. It's not. Well, I mean, that's there's a whole other podcast we could do on, <laughs> you know, watch movies and drink beers. But we will. Uh, we'll news. leave it at that. You're not wrong with that being a great movie, though. I got a question for you. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> What's one thing you do every day to prepare for your outdoor lifestyle? Take a shower to wipe my disgusting smell off me. <laughs> it's it's just <laughs> compounding stinks yep. that bad, huh? Yep. It's, yep. it's gotten to the point where you're actually ashamed of yourself. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, I, I can't believe I let myself do this. <laughs> I'm an outdoor lifestyle and I need to preserve it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> very, very cool. I guess that brings us right up to number five then, doesn't it? This could be. It comes after it, four, right? It could be hunting. It could be fishing. It could be anything at all in life. What's on your bucket list, Ryan? On my bucket list, um, I would say to go elk hunting. Uh huh. I think that that's that's become a focus in my mind, and the cool part about that is there's potential to conquer that next year, next September, where uh-huh. me, Lane, Braden, and Jeff are actually talking about going to Idaho next September. Nice. No way. To do a little uh, public land bow hunting. So. We know a guy Hopefully. that does that out there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you need seven yeah. or eight more people to tag along? <laughs> okay. Yeah, come on. We got a couple cameras. It's public land. You oh. can't keep us off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to see your Onyx maps. 
I'll just go to Cook for you. And, uh, hey, I'm, I'm so Ch- down for that. Nurse Chuck Wagon. As long as it's good, you can't be that guy that just says that you're a good cook and it actually turns out pretty bad. That's guys, exactly right. I've been saying that for years. Guys, <laughs> have you had a bad meal? No. We have not. Uh-uh. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you live it down. No, you won't. <laughs> oh, well, Ryan, thank you so much uh, for spending the time with us tonight. Thank you for going through the story and entertaining us on the uh, the blood trail. Because while you were on your blood trail, I noticed we veered off on some some crazy tangents, uh, which I think was worth it. I, it really ties into the story, though. So Can it I, made for yeah. an excellent blood trail. Can I say this again, guys? Say it, Pucky. Ryan, we didn't even get into half of what you do. No, like we did. The other hunting and everything, and Will's yeah, gonna slap me. No, <laughs> but, we got. But we, we might have another work. episode involved with you here. Hey, you let me know, All right. or I will make the time to get on back with you guys. That's for sure. Man, I hope you had good a good stuff. time. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. No, this thank fun. you. I, I enjoy it a lot. I'm out here in the garage drinking a bush. Talking to a bunch of good guys love it. about yeah. the stuff that we all love to do. I mean, That's right. It, you can't really get much better than that. That's so, right. Ryan, before we sign off, though, can you remind folks, what's the best way to keep an eye on you and what all of you guys over at Northern Outcast Outdoors got going on? Where should they follow you um, at? I have uh, a personal page. It's just rtanner512. That's my Instagram. And then Northern Outcast Outdoors on – we have a Facebook. We have a website. We have – our Instagram and our YouTube page. And okay. that would be where to find us. Very cool. Oh. Well, what we're going to do as a way to say and thanks for hanging out with mm-hmm. us tonight. For tolerating us, us. And for tolerating <laughs> us and, and to help, telling us the great stories. And to help you a little bit more through those uh, long night shifts. The long night shifts, exactly, Bucky. What we're going to do, Ryan, is send you over uh, a batch of that duck blind coffee. Our good buddies over there at Duck Blind uh, hooked us up with some stuff to send out to the guests. So we're going to send you some Duck Blind coffee and hope you can migrate over to a better cup. Oh, man. I appreciate it, guys, because that will come in handy on those long midnights. That's for sure. Nice. Nice. And there is nothing wrong with a good cup of joe at 3 in the morning. Do we have any of that night flight for him? That dark roast. Ooh, the dark roast yeah. night flight. That'd dark, be good. Yeah, that'd we'll be see perfect. if we can rustle some of that up. We yeah. probably have to wrestle it out of my hands, but oh, we'll see if we can't find it. <laughs> I think that it, sounds good. I think he earned it tonight. What we have is the, the first flight. Right oh, now. first flight. Okay, that's good stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, you can just drink twice as much of that stuff. Love it. We'll get that stuff <laughs> out to you, Ryan. If you can hang on the line, we'll get some information from you. Absolutely, appreciate guys. I your appreciate time. it. Thanks again. Thanks, Thanks Ryan. Guys. Yep. Have a good night, guys. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey, Stevie. Before we go any further, let us know about this month's other sponsor. This month is also brought to you in part by Miser Creative LLC. Rutten River Pursuits podcast is a production of Miser Creative LLC. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast or if you need help creating video content for social media, look us up. Give Will an email at will at ruttenriverpursuits.com for more information or pricing options. Ooh, I do love that Miser Creative. Thanks, Miser Miser. (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. Those guys are great. I've I've heard nothing but great things about them. That's no show. No, but seriously. I've read some positive If you want to get your crap together, give me a call. Do it. I'm just saying it. You should. Everybody should. I mean, but like pod-wise, you don't need to know about your... Life in general. Dirty laundry. But you might help them with that, too. You're pretty creative. Hey, good pod tonight, boys. Absolutely. That was fun, fun stuff. I always love hearing somebody track a deer. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like... I couldn't get over how how much time we actually spent <laughs> going through that, but I was hanging on every word. Absolutely. Every branch. We went off those little tangents and stuff, but it's man, it was good. It's the ultimate hunting suspense story. It, yeah. it truly is. It's we like even whole, knew the outcome. Yeah. But you still still <laughs> peek through your hands and watch it anyway. Well, fingers. fingers love I it, mean. boys. Sorry. I can't wait till the next one. Hey, but wait. How can everybody find us, Pick, oh. before we sign out? Nice I'll catch people. Buck. I think they can go to ruttenriverpursuits.com. They yep. can follow us on all your social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the YouTubes. Oh, at yeah. Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Mm-hmm. 
you can listen to this episode and any other episodes on any of your podcast apps, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. I love that iHeartRadio. Noise. Do you hearts them? I heart them. Good stuff, boys. I didn't mean to try to do it earlier, Bucky, but I do mean it now. Can't wait for the next one. Rig and weedless. See you, boys. See ya. Get outdoors, Pete. Peace. I agree. I agree. I always close my eyes. If I feel like they're looking up at me, I close my eyes. Yeah, and they can't see you. <laughs> yeah. I do the same yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if that actually works. Like, Because I've heard if you make eye contact with them, like, they notice. Or, nah, I don't know. Yeah, but si- I, ever since I heard dominance. that, I close my eyes. Yeah, going back so, to that idea of, of sitting in the stand and trading off the cameras, depending upon the deer that came in, uh, that would never work for Will and I. Because yeah. we, we'd just be up there calling dibs as soon as we seen a little, fl- <laughs> just a little flash of antler dibs. I think we'd be drawing yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Who's running the camera? <laughs> Thought you were. <laughs> You've got eight new best friends, bud. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I can't wait to get to the northwest part of the state. Yeah. We got a lot of folks. Well, come visit. on, man. Come on over. <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff to do. Will that tree yeah. hold three climbers? <laughs> Five or six <laughs> climbers the whole way up that tree. Yeah, you got the whole kit and go, the whole crew up there. <laughs>